स्मार्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रॉट यू बाय एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट दिस इज मिंट लाइट मॉर्निंग शॉट एंड आई एम शोहिनी सेन गुड मॉर्निंग हियर्स अ राउंड अप ऑफ द न्यूज यू कैन यूज बिफोर यू स्टार्ट योर डे In the final day of campaigning for the US presidential elections, both US President Donald Trump and Democratic rival Joe Biden would turn to swing states. Biden will campaign in Pennsylvania and Ohio, while Trump will wrap up his campaign in Michigan, the same place he concluded his 2016 presidential run. Experts believe that the results for this much-awaited election may get delayed because of the huge number of mail-in votes. Many Americans decided to vote by mail and not risk getting infected in times of a global pandemic. India's paddy rice purchases from local farmers increased 21% by the end of October, reports Reuters. According to the Department of Food and Public Distribution, government agencies bought 20.4 million tons of paddy rice between the start of the season in the last week of September and the end of October. compared to 16.8 million tons during the same period a year ago farmers however continued to worry that the new legislation could mean the government would stop buying grains at guaranteed prices however prime minister narendra modi has insisted that the new rules will only give farmers the option to sell their produce to private buyers but the government would continue to purchase staples such as rice and wheat at guaranteed prices According to BV Krishna Rao, president of the Rice Exporters Association, India is also set to export a record amount of rice this year. Nanaya Mahuta has been appointed as New Zealand's first indigenous female foreign minister on Monday. Mahuta is a Maori, the indigenous people of New Zealand, and sports a traditional tattoo on her chin. The first woman to do so in parliament. Mahuta's appointment re-establishes that the incoming New Zealand parliament might just be the most diverse in the world. Under Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, almost half of the country's lawmakers are said to be women, much higher than the global average of 25%. Not just that, around 10% of the parliament are openly LGBTQ. United Kingdom, which ranks a not so close second, only has 7% of the members of the House of Commons being gay. Last month, the country also elected its first MP of African heritage and its first Latin American MP. Experts believe that the incoming parliament reflects the diversity within the population. COVID-19 has exposed weaknesses in healthcare and disease surveillance globally. despite similar flaws showing up during previous outbreaks correcting them won't be easy says mckinsey's not the last pandemic governments remain focused on navigating the current crisis but making investments now can both improve covid-19 response and strengthen public health systems to reduce the chance of future pandemics The economic disruption caused by covid-19 could cost between 9 trillion to 33 trillion dollars many times more than the projected cost of preventing a pandemic. McKinsey estimates that spending 70 to 120 billion dollars over the next 2 years 
and 20 to 40 billion dollars annually after that could substantially reduce the likelihood of future pandemics. Funeral homes in Spain have been overcrowded ever since the country started reporting coronavirus deaths earlier this year. Now, the staff at these homes have gone on strike in a bid to demand more workers as the death toll continue to rise. According to data from John Hopkins University, Spain has recorded more than 35,800 deaths since the outbreak began. The strike came on All Saints Day when families come to visit the graves of loved ones traditionally. In March, parking garages and ice skating rinks were turned into makeshift mortuaries. Burials were delayed by a week and often took place in cities hundreds of miles away. Elsewhere in Europe, Slovakia tested nearly half of its population on Saturday as part of a two-day nationwide testing drive. The EU country, with a population of 5.5 million, plans to test as many people as possible except for children under 10. After eight months of being closed due to the coronavirus pandemic, Peru's Machu Picchu has once again opened to tourists, although with restrictions. Peruvian authorities organized a traditional Incan ritual to thank the gods on Sunday as tourists once again started trickling in. Entries to the UNESCO World Heritage Site will be limited to 675 tourists each day, a mere 30% of its previous capacity. The citadel is a major draw for Peru's tourism industry and thousands of people rely on visitors for their livelihood. Meanwhile, in Mecca, foreign Muslim pilgrims were allowed into the Grand Mosque after seven months. From Sunday, around 10,000 pilgrims from abroad were allowed to perform the Umrah pilgrimage on the condition that they self-isolate for three days after arriving in Saudi Arabia. Only 10,000 Saudi Muslim residents were allowed to perform the annual Hajj pilgrimage in July this year. You are listening to Mint Like Morning Shot with Shohini Sen. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Shohini Sen or on Facebook and Instagram at HD Smartcast. And to listen to more such podcasts, do log on to hdsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.